This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Professor Dion Foss, the head of the Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology. He's also the director of the Bayes Nodia Center for Public Theology, and he's also just a nice guy. And we like him, and we're glad he can hang out with us. Morning, Dion. <laughs> Morning, Brad. Wow, what a great introduction. Thanks so much. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got my coffee right here. I'm 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 ready to get going with the uh, with the day. And uh, you know, after this first cup of coffee, things always feel a bit better. What time is your first class in the mornings? So classes start at eight. Classes start at eight, but I'm not teaching today until two p.m. Okay. So uh, it's it's various meetings and uh, you know reports and all sorts of things. This always morning. always stuff to do. So um, we, I, I remember when we were kids, you know, we'd grow up and we'd, we were growing up and uh, things, uh, we had our coat of arms that we had to learn to color in. <laughs> I don't know if they still do that with kids, but I mean, that sounds like the most boring thing to do. Would you like to color in the coat of arms? Uh, and uh, it would say, unity is strength. Uh, and uh, that's a, such a wonderfully biblical um, uh, topic to, to talk about on a Thursday morning about unity in Christ. We know what the Bible says about unity commanding a blessing. Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the topic this morning, Dion? Hey, Brad, you know I've been I've really been been just you know I've, I've been absolutely enjoying, reveling, uh, celebrating the fact that that we get to be one in Christ this week. I mean, it's, it's been an absolute joy. Even as I sit here thinking about it, I've got a huge smile on my face. So mm. this week uh, we hosted a conference here in Stellenbosch with uh, TISA, the Evangelical Alliance of South Africa, and with a number of, of Pentecostal, charismatic, evangelical, uh, and reformed, uh, you know, and, and other groupings around the topic of, of ecumenism and, and unity in the body of Christ. And you know what, Brad? It was an absolute, absolute blessing. I mean, here with mm. sisters and brothers, together in the Lord, we worshiped together, we, we talked together, we were honest, you know, sometimes there were deep discussions, but it was such a blessing to know that we are united in Christ. Now, of course, the kind of unity that we are talking about is, is a sort of organic unity. I mean, we, we recognize very much that, that there are differences, you know, some people like to play drums and have a guitar and a bass mm-hmm. and a nice worship team like our church. Others like an organ, you know, <laughs> and then there are still others who, who prefer no music whatsoever, yeah. you know, like our, our, our Quaker friends who, who really just want to be silent in the presence of the Lord. So it, it's wonderful to see that even in the midst of that diversity, there is unity. Now, I want to share with you just three little images that come mm. to mind about this. The first one is actually not from the Scriptures. It's a little video I remember seeing towards the end of the pandemic. And Brad, maybe you and some of our listeners saw this as well. It was a video that showed two little boys. They must have been no older than two. Just, you know, at that stage where they just learned to walk and they're on the pavement. They hadn't seen one another since the start of the pandemic. And suddenly they see each other and they run to each other and embrace one another. I don't know if you saw that little video. Oh, man. It is the cutest thing. If yeah. you get a chance, just, just go and Google toddler bestie share huge hug. Uh, <laughs> everyone's going to do that. Brad, it's, it's the most wonderful little video. Here's a little white boy and a little black boy. They're friends with one another. They haven't been together in school and they see one another. And there's just that innocence, that beauty of friendship as they run and embrace one another. Now, that's the, the other thing that, that strikes me. Um, I've often used Ecclesiastes chapter 4. 
mm-hmm. when I've preached at, at weddings and shared with, with couples who are, are entering into that relationship of marriage. And one of the things that I've shared with them is, is this little bit from verse 9. I just quickly want to read it to us and our listeners. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 it says, Two people are better than one because they have a good return for their investment, a good return for their labor. Okay, that makes sense. Then it says in verse 10, if one of them falls down, the other can help them up. That's, that's good. Uh, then it says, but pity the one who falls and has no one to help them. I, I've been there. I fell off my mountain bike once and cracked yeah. the rib, and there was no one there. Oh, no. I felt pitiful. Verse 11 says, also if two lie down together, they will keep each other warm. But how can one be kept warm alone? And then verse 12 says, though one may be easily overpowered, two can better defend themselves. And then, of course, there's that very beautiful verse, a cord of three strands is not easily mm. broken. And Brad, you know, it strikes me. We are created in the image of God who is in relationship to be in good relationship with one another. Notice that I add the word good mm-hmm. before relationship, not just to be in mere relationship, but in good relationship with one another. And that is hard work, you know, for Christians, particularly when we encounter difference, part of our witness. The measure of how much we love Jesus and what Jesus loves is how we deal with difference. Do we dismiss it? Do we judge it? Do we say, I am right and everybody else is wrong? Or is there a kind of love, a togetherness, that recognizes we are better together than we are apart? So here's the third little image that I want to share. One of the things that I've come to realize throughout my working life is that diversity is a strength not a weakness. Mm. Diversity is a strength, not a weakness. In every single institution that I've worked in, whether it's been in churches or in companies or at the university, wherever there's been diversity, diversity of ideas, diversity of perspectives that have been brought to the table, and there's been someone who's been wise and loving enough to let those ideas come into that space without violence, without anger, but just to share them with one another, things have always been better. So, Brad, I want to encourage our, our listeners today, and, and really I've been praying about this myself. Um, let's take the words of Jesus very, very seriously. You know, he prayed for us in John 17. He said, my prayer is not for them alone, but I pray for everyone who will believe in me through their message, that they all may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe. Mm. We love that. Uh, that's the voice of uh, Professor Dion Foster. Dion, uh, it's such a uh, it just forms such beautiful part of this idea of the synergy that that God so desires from His bride. This idea of love and kindness and acceptance. The call has always been around unity. It's around loving others as you love yourself. It it creates unity. It's about standing up for the downtrodden. I mean, things that you work so so fervently at for years now is just about bringing around unity. And we somehow like disunity because we want to be right. You know, it's our denomination versus theirs. It's like this this desire to be correct as opposed to just a desire to be in unity. Now think about it, Brad. That you know, that that is a, a deeply, deeply political statement. You know, that's uh, and and in the truest sense of the word, politics from mm. from the the root word polis, how we structure our society. We always find it far easier to live our way and want things to be our way yeah. than we do to live with others. But of course, the gift of God is to recognize that uh, you know God loves the other person as much as God loves you. <laughs> yeah. And part of the joy of life is figuring out how to say, Lord. 
how can I find blessings through who they are and what you've given them and, and how much you love them and the gift that you've got for me through their life and the gift that you've given me mm. to give to them. We love that. Thanks so much, Dion. Have yourself a super day. Thanks for your time and sharing of your heart and your passion for, the, for God and for the Word with us on a Thursday. It's so much appreciated. Thanks, my friend. We're blessing for this beautiful day. Thanks so much. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.